uh, sleep. Yeah. I want to sleep most days. But but then <laughs> on the third day, she will rise and she will go That's for a hike right. or something. <laughs> and I'll rise. Oh, she is just full of song and laughter this morning. It's a good day. Uh-huh. It's right. Ugh. Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? <laughs> Cheers. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Amateur Intellectuals. My name is Kendall, and I'm here with my co-host, Caitlin. Hello. Today's a great day. <laughs> it's a great day in the neighborhood. Yes. So we are recording. It is Saturday, the... Give me two seconds. I'm behind. 7th? Mm-hmm. Um, it's 1030 Central, 1130... Girl, what do you call that? Eastern. Eastern. And uh, literally, so, uh, I, I mean, maybe two minutes before we sat down to record, mm-hmm. uh, all of the news networks kind of collectively at the same time just projected Joe Biden uh, president of the United States. So how do you feel? I feel like I can exhale for the first time in two weeks, in four years. <laughs> right. But no, I feel like a peace and an excitement is coming over me simultaneously at the same time. I don't know what to do first. Do I take a nap about it because I can finally rest? Or do I have a very, very loud dance party in my house? I, I can't decide. How do you feel, Kendall? Oh, it's perfect. I, You know, the the word, like, just on, on keeps ringing through my head is relief. 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 Um... I think that there's, you know, there's plenty of promise and there's there's a lot of things to be hopeful about, um, but just for right now, a, a sigh of relief and deep breaths and hope and change is on the horizon, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, what a what a hellacious last four days this has been, mm-hmm. huh? But what a day today is and tomorrow. Say that shit. Oh, this yes. is so exciting. By the way, Kendall is wearing his Biden-Harris shirt <laughs> like a true supporter. I was wearing it before. The, okay. I, I thought that they were going to call it about two days ago. I texted my friends. My heart was racing. I was lightheaded. I was like, this is it. They're saying Pennsylvania, once they hit 30,000 votes, yeah. they're going to call it. And then Pennsylvania was like, we're going to count one ballot an hour. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know. So, I know. It was rough. Listening. Did you tune out then for a bit, like for your sanity, or did you just stay glued to the television? Because I started checking out, and then I would just go back in and check the number. Like, I checked the score of the game, and then I'd leave right. again. Because I just couldn't take the inching along for hours and hours and hours oh. at a time. Oh, we just have, we have you know, <laughs> 5,000 new votes. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> I just need I just need the answer. I think that was Literally. how everybody was feeling, though. Absolutely. And... Uh, call it masochism or a passion i don't know what you call it but no i couldn't i couldn't get away i wouldn't stay up terribly late i'd stay up about two every night and then uh fall asleep but um no i the the ding 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 we have a key race alert we've got four votes you're gonna remember that the rest of your life wherever (laughs) i'm like bucks county allegheny county delaware county like yeah clark county Mm. too much Mm -hmm. too much um. Yeah, and, and I want to talk about this <laughs> briefly, and if it's not, for no, the show, do it. Let's do great. it. Great, but uh, Caitlin, uh, I I think we, we're involved in um, 
one one of several uh, uh, podcast uh, communities online, and she found somebody looking for a Biden supporter and uh, Joe Jorgensen supporter, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They had the Trump supporter, and they were looking for the other two, and they were going to, they hosted a, it wasn't even a debate, it was a... um, It was a panel discussion, right? Right. Just talk about your candidate and to undecided voters, like explain how and why your candidate should be put forward. Yeah, exactly. And I think like in the message that he sent me, it was like, explain, he like three bullet points, he's like, explain Joe Biden's position um, on whatever topic we come come up with. And then um, I'm forgetting the middle one. And then the second was like, explain why you think that would be better. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was live. Mm-hmm. And I've never done live. And so um, I was so like all day I was like, I was lying to myself about how anxious I was. Mm. I was so nervous and like, so like, dun, dun, like, I don't know like this, who these people are going to be. I don't know where they're going to come from. I don't know where like the punches are going to come from. And uh, it was a shit show. I mean, it was a rodeo. It was, <laughs> it was a what? lot of fun. No, we watched it and we had a, we had a bunch of friends watch it and they were saying, Kendall was the only, I mean, like the other guy for Jorgensen was like, you know, okay. He, you know, he was the one in the middle between the two, like between Biden and, um, and Trump in terms of, uh, points that he made that were like, okay, maybe that, maybe that makes sense. Okay. Like maybe that makes sense. Oh, nope. That's off in outer space. Cool. But, (laughs) but Kendall was brilliant. And this is what the feedback I got from people that had watched it was, you were very, very careful to um, explain what Biden's points were without like you were very fact based. You were very careful and you were very methodical in how you answered and like contemplative and whatever about, OK, this is the answer to your question. This is how Biden plans to do this. And I'm reading from his website this excerpt because I want to be clear that these are not my views. This is what Biden is arguing and fighting for. Um, we'll get to what I think in a minute. And then meanwhile, I mean, you had on the other side, uh, you had the Trump supporter who was very, very baseless. But of course he is. He has nothing. He has no foundation to stand on. He had nothing to argue in terms of the plan for a certain um, for anything, anything. He didn't have anything. (laughs) He was just talking about nonsense. I didn't know how long somebody could talk without talking about anything. And he was doing that. And you brought to the table facts and calm. And it was just, it was outstanding. And that guy was just a cartoon. He was like standing up. First of all, he had the giant American flag in the background. Fine. That's fine. What you do you, but he was like doing like the put him up, put him up, like, yeah. like pretend physically fighting, like, Oh, yeah. we're in a battle right now. And I'm like, sit down. Yeah. The, this is supposed to be a panel discussion. This is not a like sideshow attraction. Don't do that. I got very yeah, angry so and I was heckling him on the it, chat. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. So I didn't know. And like, I don't know how I missed that, but I didn't know he was doing that. Like I can see the same screen that everybody's looking at, but I was not, I guess I was never watching him. I think I it's because you were talking about your points and you were focused on what you were saying because that's when he was doing it. He was saying he was it, do it at you when you were talking. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. 
I mean, <laughs> oh, I was, <laughs> oof. Honey Badger came mm, out. Mm, I, I sure did. Fuck you up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was great. And, and the the guy, so the, the moderator, who I think now it's pretty clear leans libertarian, mm-hmm. um, he was like, he, he could control which comments were coming in and you were just lighting that guy up it was amazing it was so fun to watch Uh, (laughs) we all need to do our part and mine was the heckling and yours was the carrying the light (laughs) and mine was just like you know cussing people down (laughs) well yeah we'll tag team this shit well you know and i'll come in dirty sometimes and then you'll be the one level yeah 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 yeah. um it's you know i was thinking about it last night because I, I, um, they've got a couple of different channels that the those guys do, and like they've got good. I mean, it, it's they've got fun stuff. That, uh, uh, perfectly nice, um, cool people, mm-hmm. seemingly. Um, but they had a a girl on last night talking about she's a libertarian in Atlanta, and just uh, they were talking about the results coming in there, and it just dawned on me if I had known exactly what I was getting into, I wouldn't have done what I did. In terms of being overprepared and reading from the website, and um, I thought that that was effective for the point of like drawing the distinction of like Trump has literally no plans, mm-hmm. and these are four hundred pages of plans, and you're going to get bored and tired of me doing this. But like the point is that one is prepared and one is absolutely unprepared. That's and right. So, no, I thought it was really good and really effective in the light of that. I mean, it, it, you're right. It highlighted the contrast. Excuse me, very very well. Well, thanks. I and. It, it, in hindsight, whenever we heard, I think maybe the most talking time went to the Jorgensen supporter, which is fine. But um, I was thinking about it last night, and there is a big, cold, gorgeous bug on my microphone. What is that? What are you? A oh. symbol of hope. Yes, I've never seen that. It's like a green little bug with see-through wings and it's so gorgeous welcome to the world honey <laughs> yes joe biden is already giving way to new animals yeah protect the environment Fuck rick perry thank you so much <laughs> i'm so happy he's gonna be fired Ugh. Ugh. rick perry wanted to when you remember famously he forgot one of the things that he was going to uh dismantle no, what are you talking about? So Rick Perry was in a presidential debate, and he was like, we're going to get rid of these these uh, government programs that just cost a lot of money. They don't do anything. It's the EPA. It's this, and it's... I forgot, because he doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. But he he forgot the third one. Oh. And on, like, live TV, and the moderator was like, and the third one, and he was like, ah, oops. Oh. Uh, oops. And then, so he did list the EPA, and then Donald Trump put him head of the EPA. So oh. the one thing he wants to get rid of, and then he's the the lead of the EPA. Yeah. Oh, that's poetic. Poetic. Mm. So goodbye and good riddance. <laughs> um, back to libertarianism. Excuse me. Um, I was thinking about it, and I was listening to this lady talk about it. It is devil's advocate, and it is... It's cute. It's it's like a fun thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. And like, all you're really doing is slinging mud at two things. And then arguing that the system is bad, so there should just be no system. Ooh. 
Oh, my anxious little brain doesn't handle that well. I don't like that hypothetical. No. That sounds right. like anarchy and chaos and cars on fire. That sounds that. Right. No, 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 thank you. Yeah. And like System of a Down just released new music. And I was just like this, this thing happening in my head is just like, if you guys want to do that, go listen to that fucking music and leave me the fuck alone and stop. Which it, it, it's kind of a moot point because they, they had a very, very low turnout um a lot of people voted either one way or another but not third party yeah thank god but it's there um, and it's i mean i appreciate that you're taking the time to understand what they're about even if you don't agree with it like how many people can say that they even understand what libertarianism is because i had a very very fundamental still do um very simple explanation for what I think it is. And I could learn more just to understand. Again, when you educate yourself, this is the whole point of this podcast. When you take information in and you learn something, it will either reaffirm your stance on something. Okay, nope, I've heard the other side. I still hold strong on what I feel. Or it will it will evolve you or change you or, you know, even change your mind. It doesn't matter. Anywhere on that spectrum, the point is to have information and know what other people are believing and doing and thinking um, and have that knowledge is knowledge is power. That's all it is. That's right. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And to not be afraid of that and to like welcome that. And, and, and uh, yeah, it, what a beautiful, yeah, that was great. And that is the, the point of the show. And we will be getting onto Diwali very, very soon. Um, we just had to celebrate because it was five minutes ago and we I have mean, not it processed literally. it. And we have to process it while we're recording. Okay. <laughs> Yes, yes, amazing. You know, Kamala was in Fort Worth um, a couple days back, and I went down to uh, see her. And, of course, it was kind of, it was well hidden, and it was a private event because COVID. You know, we have a, we have a vice president now that actually understands uh, airborne illnesses. <sighs> um, and she, I did get to see her. She was in the back of the suburb, and she rounded the corner, and she waved to everybody there. Um which is so cool because Texas never gets that shit because, you know, we're a red state. But my county flipped blue. And yes! Tarrant County voted blue. Yes. So I am going to be shit posting on Twitter for weeks. <laughs> for like, weeks. For the next four years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I literally have people saved in my list on Twitter that were, like, talking about how Tarrant's going to be red. And I was like, I'll see you in a, in a couple days. Sweets. You know what? Yeah. That reminds me, Kendall, that when I was watching all of this unfold, I really was thinking about your uh, episode on the election because... It helped me a lot. I, you know, I'm not particularly interested in the political system and just, just the science of it. Just how does it work? Right. How does the electoral call? My brain sort of starts going, I want to go draw a picture or something like this. Is a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, so the way that you explained it to me was really, really helpful because, and I was even explaining it to others when we were, I said like, well, this is how it was explained to me. And so you were explaining to me the key states and whatever. And what you what you said was going to happen almost exactly happened the way you thought it was going yeah. to. And some of even the stretches, like, so when you told me Arizona was going to, you know, we, we still don't know. We still don't know how it's because they don't have all their stuff in yet. I mean, it doesn't matter right. at this point because, you know, it's already over 270. But 
I thought that was a stretch of, uh, because when I hear Arizona, I think of the wall, I think of, mm-hmm. you know, all of the, um, all of that stuff that was happening with, um, just immigration and the issues there, um, over the last many years. So my head goes, which I haven't ever been to Arizona, so I don't know anything about anything, but I was thinking it's going to be red. And you said like, no, here's why I think because McCain and da, 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 and you laid it all out and you said, they're going to flip. I think they're going to flip. It's a, it's a big, it's a big projection, but I think they're going to flip. Look at the numbers, Kendall. I mean, God, you've done your homework and you really showed us in a way that is palatable and understandable what was coming. And you were right. You need to get into politics. Quit your job (laughs) and go run for governor. I just it's so funny. I just met this. There's a a new neighbor uh, and she's about my age. Went to a. She probably wouldn't like me saying that. She went to a very prestigious school, and uh, she works now for in labor law. And she's like, I want to get involved in politics. And uh, I was like, this is the place to be. This county is the place to be because we are on the crest of, of doing really cool things. Yeah. And, of course, I'm on my way out. And if I weren't, I would think that we can really make a cool dynamic duo of just kind of pushing each other to be like, yes, yes, run for that. Yes, do that. Yes, oh, do that. I love so, that. That's okay. You can um, make change anywhere you go. You'll be fine. That's right. And and I'm going to encourage her to get involved in any way that uh, she's just absolutely brilliant. But um, so yes and no, I'm thinking back now, like, so it, it was what we expected and what happened. It's like close enough. Yeah. But like Florida, like I was really, I was oh, like, yeah. between I forgot about Florida. Yeah. Florida and Texas and Ohio, we have a shot to make a splashy quick, let's get this election night over mm-hmm. by 9 p.m., just like Donald Trump did. Remember that in 2012 yeah. or 2016? Oh, I remember. Like, Fuck. I'll never forget it. Um, And I was really, really thinking that was going to happen. There's some slippage and some some key things that we don't have answers for yet, um, but building back the blue wall in Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, um, that, that polling seems to be closer um, I think that Ohio is still going to tighten. I actually haven't looked at Ohio in a couple of days, but I think that that original number, you know, that them, them counting. Bernie Sanders was on Jimmy Fallon. He explained it absolutely, absolutely spot on. And he was like, what you're going to have is these states tallying same day votes and then they're going to think that it's over. Yeah. And then methodically, I heard slowly, that. all of this is going to come in. That's crazy. So, yeah, we've really got to figure out a way to make this like, I don't, I don't need like, you know, Two hours. Like, I don't need like every the nation to figure it out in two hours, but four days. I, and mind you, with a pandemic and it, it, the most turn, uh, voter turnout ever, mm-hmm. I, I understand. But I told I, they really. I was joking with my friend, and I said we're gonna need a like a a vacation that lasts <laughs> a year to recover from the PTSD of this election. Yeah. And I'm talking about everybody, any side. Yeah. We need a friggin' vacation. Everybody, National Week holiday. Everyone recover. <laughs> Thank you so much for holding out. Like, we, can yeah, we shut down everything, week. please? Like, I'm, yes. I need I love it. it. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good way to spin the shutdowns, you know? Like, COVID, but also, like, hey, we all went through a lot. Let's just all take a break right. collectively. Thank you for your vote. Here's a week off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Raise up. <laughs> yes. Well, it's starting to sink in. Um, onward and upward. <sighs> Fabulous. Oh, my God. Fabulous. I know. So let's, 
transition now to uh, Diwali, which, as you mentioned just before we started recording, um, this is an interesting, call it coinkydink. I don't know what you say to that. Um, I don't want to, I'll bury the lead. Um, Let's start with the question of today. Caitlin, the holidays are upon us. In fact, next week will be Diwali for our Hindu brothers, sisters, and those in between and beyond. What is your favorite part of the holidays? An idea, food, gifts, family, travel, snow? Ooh, it's like you know me. You're just like... (sighs) I like the the culture of the holidays because everybody behaves a little bit more. Everybody's a little Mm -hmm. bit more grateful and nice and thinks about other people and everything is just designed to be cheerier. Does that make sense? So I really, I think my favorite thing about the holidays is, I mean, yes, you listen to the same music and whatever, but everybody just behaves slightly differently. Like everybody just like dialed up one tick or two ticks of their cheerfulness. And I'm, I think, like, I think I'm a very sensitive, empathetic person, just meaning I'm sensitive to the beha- to the moods of others. Mm-hmm. Like my dog right now, I'm sensitive to his mood. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I feel very much affected by the feelings of others. And that's even in a store or whatever. I mean, I'm going by nonverbals and whatever. I just feel like I pick up on everybody's mood. Um, so around the holiday time, it's just a, it's a nice break and it's a nice cheery feeling um, to have everybody think about others. I see the bug. Isn't that He's cute? beautiful and he's your new friend. What's his name? He's on um, the microphone. He's, he is Joe pretty. Biden. What's his name? Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Everything. Did you see that tweet that was, I want Joe Biden. Oh, Me, Joe Biden. Oh, I did. Or, and I watched about 4,000 TikToks about <laughs> yeah. the vote. Uh, like, uh, I think I'm very well versed in that. If there's a panel discussion about TikToks reaction <laughs> to this election, I am your I'm your man. <laughs> Caitlin is it. Anyway, no, what is your what is your favorite thing about the holidays? I think I didn't prepare for that. I, I think probably nostalgia. I think that my father every year, literally probably about this time, starts playing um, the holiday album from BB and CC Winans, mm-hmm. and like, oh, I don't know what that does to my heart, but it just like makes it all soft and warm and. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easy. Oh my. God, I don't know what it is about that specific thing, but um, when I think of the holidays, that's, I mean, that's even pre-Thanksgiving, that's, mm mm-hmm. Wow, it's tradition, and you start, you know, feeling the way of, you know, getting into the holidays, warming it up. Yeah, yeah, and I've got, you know, my brother is 10 years younger than me, so, like, going home in college and all of that for Christmas, it was like, you know, McLean... McLean would wake up at like 5 a.m. to go open gifts. And now we're all kind of grown up now. And so that used to be the part that I didn't like was like, okay, we got to do the gifts and, you know, the butt crack of dawn. And now we can do it at like noon. We can do it at four. Maybe there's not even gifts. I don't care. Let's (laughs) just relax and hang out. Yeah. Um, Same. Let's just wake up. Let's have our, let's have a slow get together with people we love let's laugh let's maybe day drink and have a reason (laughs) 
and be asleep by seven. Yes. Take a middle of the day nap. That's right. And then wake up and play and hang out some more too. There's something about Mm -hmm. that too, about the holidays where you get to do what you want to do for a number of days in a row. So I really like that too, because it's not the normal routine of like go to work and then maybe have dinner with friends or whatever. I'm not talking about COVID time. Excuse me, I'm not talking about COVID time, but just because Christmas might be very different this year or the holidays in general might look a lot different. But I just like the idea that it's like, what are we going to do today? It feels like being a kid again. What are we going to do today? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know. What do you want to do? Uh, sleep. Yeah. I want to sleep most days. But but then on the third day, she will rise and she will go That's for a right. hike or something. <laughs> and I'll rise. Oh, she is just full of song and laughter this morning. It's a good day. Uh-huh. And the sun is making a halo around your face and you look like an angel. <laughs> You're so sweet. I just look overblown and pasty, but you are kind. No, I you look like an angel. It. We don't ever record in the morning. Like we have a very we have very big cups of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but it just so happened that we had to for our schedules record the like that's so beautiful that we got the news right before we the started moment. recording. I can't even handle it. Anyway, sorry. We will get back to the topic at the end. Holidays. <laughs> we are thrilled. Um so the drink of this episode is called the Ginger Mingler. And um, mm. according to whichever That's me. website. I just, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Ginger Mingler. Um, it says this, this one is as original as it can get for celebrating Diwali. And you might not like it entirely, um, but what's life without a little trial? Made with some of the most easily available ingredients in our kitchen, it's quite a spunky concoction. Oh, okay. Uh, it sounds disgusting. Uh, I'm listening, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one is strangely in both uh, Imperial and American. I don't know, metric. Uh, 45 milliliters of whiskey. I'm going to say a shot of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we eyeball it here. We don't. Is it full? Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> one teaspoon of ginger syrup. Uh, you make ginger syrup by uh, having uh, a bit of fresh ginger and Ooh. some water and uh, quite a bit of sugar, and you boil that and then strain it. Okay. So far, uh, I'm on board. I mean, I don't love whiskey as we've well established, but that doesn't sound <laughs> terrible yet. Not yet. Um, I'm we're not gonna add. <laughs> we're gonna add some club soda, uh, okay. a teaspoon of lemon juice, okay. a sprinkling of rock salt, and one green chili. Oh, look at you. what? Where did that come from? Out of the fridge. Just fell in. Okay. Ice cubes. That's it. That's the drink. That doesn't sound terrible. I mean, it's it sounds really different. It sounds really interesting. Yes. Yeah. And I love spice. So, like, maybe... I bet it's not enough. Be... I bet it's not really a spice, though. I bet it's just a little bit of that heat. Like, you know, you've had, like, uh, cocktails that are sweet with, like, jalapeno, like, jalapeno ginger mm-hmm. martini or, like, a jalapeno mint or something. It's, like, it, it does something to the flavor that doesn't make it spicy. Although you got the whiskey, so it might be a little bit more of a kick to it. I don't like know. A burn spice. Yeah, like a little bit of that burn heat. I don't know. We'll have this to find is not... Out. I know that this is obviously not the same region, but uh, Thai, Thai, uh, they call them bird chilies. Those motherfuckers are hot. So I'm wondering if, because I'm just geographically, I'm thinking those are, I think Indian food, 
generally has a similar pepper to the Thai. So like, whereas we have like um, cayenne and the devil's dried... whatever that one's called, the devil's yeah anus. I don't know whatever it's called. <laughs> devil's <laughs> tail. What is it called? <laughs> anyway, uh, fat. There's the, the Reaper. There's a Carolina oh, the Reaper. Reaper. The Carolina Reaper or something is one uh-huh. of them. Anyway. Ghost it, peppers. I'm an idiot. Just. <laughs> Not at all. I think, that the, I think that the Thai bird pepper is called the devil's something here. But oh. I can't. It's early. Um, okay. So moving right along into Diwali. Um, I wrote this out feeling pretty fucking creative last night and it's probably not going to be that good but let's see what happens i'm sure it'll be um, wonderful today so, nothing can go wrong yeah <laughs> say what you want um so full disclosure to just the exact amount of trash that i am but hey the point of this podcast is to learn and grow together and have a good time doing it my introduction and perhaps whatever little knowledge of diwali i have is, you can guess, all due to episode six, season three of, do you know? RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me guess stuff. <laughs> the Office. The Office. Of course. Of course. Yes. Of course. Okay. I remember. Yes. 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 Uh-huh. Kelly. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this episode was written by Mindy Kalig. And the episode features her character, Kelly, inviting the office to a celebration of the Festival of Lights. Yeah, which she didn't know about either. She didn't. She's like, I don't remember. I don't know. (laughs) They were asking her questions and she's like, "Uh." (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So in this episode, Michael Scott thinks that it's an Indian version of Halloween and does a damn good job of delivering that cringy ignorance that we all love. (laughs) Yeah. In uh, an episode where Angela expresses her usual disgust with anything but sweet, innocent, blonde, blue-eyed baby Jesus, yep. and Kevin expresses great excitement at the passing out of the Kama Sutra in a lesson on Hindu in the conference room. <laughs> when you read the episode, like with the notes from the episode, you're like, this is a lot of work. This is dynamic. Yeah. They put a lot into this. I love it. Well, a good episode of anything is like, put these characters into a normal situation and watch how they like ruin it like that's the best (laughs) and there it is right there (laughs) crumble yeah amazing he sings the song i was gonna sing the song but uh reading the lyrics of the song i was like i i don't even you know i'm not gonna do that not on the not on the show so what is diwali now this is terribly complicated um from wikipedia Diwali is... <laughs> Listen, that's where Literally, I always start too, man. I, I watched Nat Geo for kids, and I was still like, huh? <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. Um, it's only... So, like, in, like, the number of deities, and, like, the num- the way mm-hmm. that the stories break down regionally, there's just tons of variations, which is great. Um, but when you're... There's a... For lack of a better term, a language barrier. I can't understand the difference in like names of places and names of things and names of gods. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna really fuck this up, like an amateur intellectual. And if we have anybody with great knowledge on this, reach out. Let's get in touch. Maybe you can jump on and you know help us out somewhere. But I th- I'm gonna take a stab at it. Um, <clears throat> here we go. 
Uh, Diwali is the Indian Festival of Lights, and it usually lasts five days and is celebrated during the Hindu lunisolar month, Kartika, uh, mid between mid-October and mid-November. I think it's actually coming up. The start of it is on the 14th, uh, so in about a week. Um, one of the most popular festivals in Hinduism, Diwali symbolizes the spiritual... This is where you named it, Caitlin. She was like, rise recording. She was like, this is so perfect for our show because Diwali is the victory of light over darkness, good over evil, and knowledge over ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most beautiful timing in the world. Amazing. It's amazing. Everyone in America should celebrate Diwali this year. Absolutely. It's a fucking party. And I had this written, on that note, I would like to personally <laughs> congratulate Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Democrats, Independents, and Republicans around the country who delivered on the impossible and defeated the incumbent Donald Trump in a true example of good conquering evil. <sighs> LMAO, what did I, I said LMAO, no, just kidding, only kinda though. <laughs> <laughs> she might have been fucked up, I don't know. I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect and it captures the the feeling it is the zeitgeist of our of our time. <laughs> no, it keeps going. No, ma'am. I said uh, no. I I li- like I don't remember writing this. I know that Joe Biden is no perfect man. He's no fucking pedophile either. So you two folks that think that you're all in on the secret that no one else knows and that this is actually wasn't good defeating evil, I say kindly, respectfully, and with all sincerity, go fuck yourself. I can see you <laughs> pounding on the keys in the dark last night doing that. This is going in. I, did. I was in a Twitter fight with a Q guy, so that's probably why that was... You were all riled found up. It, found its way in there. <laughs> Um, good lord. I don't I care. Leave it in. It's perfect. <laughs> this is how humans react to good news. At least us. That's <laughs> this right. Is how, mm-hmm. This is how we do it. Watch and learn. And then you're looking back. Yeah, you're looking back from your notes like from yesterday like, Jesus Christ, I was on edge. Um... I am hopeful for our future for the first time in a very long time, and that feels good to not have to refresh Twitter every three minutes to see that we're on a new brink of war, either domestic or foreign. The drama. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we just made that point. Uh, it may be coincidental, the upcoming Saturday celebration of the things among them, knowledge over ignorance. Very looking forward to that work. Um, Kitty had something to say? <laughs> nope. Okay. Um, back to Diwali, more on the story. So, for lack of a better way to compare, Diwali is to Hindu faiths what Christmas is to Christians. And this may more be only true in the scale of the holiday and slightly in the meanings. Mm -hmm. Um, Different, different practices though, different ways to do it. Yeah. I, I, between Christian Christmas and Diwali, I see. Yeah. We're going to get into the details a little bit, but. We'll, we'll, we'll just keep on. In India, during Diwali, you should wake up early to get to the flower markets to purchase jasmine garland to adorn your household with. Aww. Next, you would head to a nearby temple where you would see all around you sand drawings of lotus flowers near doorsteps and a sign of welcome. Mm-hmm. A big part of this holiday is welcome and sharing. So neighbors will give sweet treats to each other and then um, nightfall will bring lights and fireworks shows. It really sounds like a blast. Yeah. It sounds really um, 
beautiful, actually. It sounds like a really beautiful, less commercialized uh, version of Christmas. Yes. And then there is also a commercial aspect, which I just don't. I'm like, who added this? Why is this in here? This is so weird. Uh, We'll get to it. So the five-day celebration observed every year in early autumn after the conclusion of the summer harvest, and it coincides with the new moon. The festival climax is on the third day, and it's called Main Diwali, and it's an official holiday in about a dozen countries, while the other festive days are regionally observed as either public or optional restricted holidays in India. Okay. In Nepal, it is also a multi-day festival, although the days and rituals are named differently, with the climax being called Tihar Festival by Hindus and Swanti Festival by Buddhists. This is so cool. Uh... Diwali is celebrated by Hindus, Jains, Sikhs, and Nuar Buddhists. Although, for each faith, it marks a different historical event and story. But nonetheless, the festivals represent the same symbolic victory over light, victory of light over darkness, knowledge over ignorance, and good over evil. Um, I thought that I wrote, I guess that's going to come up in a bit. What a beautiful, I mean, that's, I guess you can translate that into like baby Jesus, but I, not really. I mean, that's a Not very really. big stretch. And I like that better. I like the idea of, like, we celebrate when good wins and we should be grateful. Like, that's great. Isn't that... It, I don't know that we have yeah. that in Christianity. Do we have anything that's kind of that direct? I think the closest thing I think of is Easter. Um, yeah, but even that was like, yeah, I guess. It's, yeah, I guess. Died for sins back, back again. I don't know. I think of Christmas like the birth of Christ and like the birth of a king and the birth of the savior. And like, does it, in, does it, it hidden in there is good over evil? I think I, so, but I it's think not so the too, point. But it's non-direct. It's not exactly. as direct. It's more about hooray. Like the guy that's going to like die for us and like get a free pass for us. Yay. He was born. So glad he was born <laughs> so that we can get away with everything we get away with. That's different than this. This is it more, is beautiful i don't know this is more it makes more sense on a on a truth scale right instead of like the king is born today and i'm just talking about myth and like you know i'm talking about just with a brain like i'm not trying to shit on anybody's religion just it makes more sense let's celebrate the good over evil because it does happen and we should be grateful for it that's as simple as it sounds from the way that you're explaining it yeah yes i think that's right um one more part I want to add it about. I want to add about. So obviously Buddhism is not Hindu, um, but you, I was reading that and it's saying that there are Buddhists in Nepal who celebrate this Hindu uh, holiday. And according to some observers, this traditional celebration by newer Buddhists in Nepal through the worship of Lakshmi and Vishnu during Diwali is not syncretism, but rather a reflection of the freedom within Mahayan. Mahayana Buddhist tradition to worship any deity for their worldly betterment. That sounds a little bit like worshiping the um, the saints of the things. That's how, I mean, it's not the same. It's not the same. But as I compare it to Catholicism, you know, we've got all the saints. All of them. I don't think right. you do. You don't have it. You don't no. have saints, right? Okay. We do. We've got a thousand of them. We've got the saint of lost children. We've got the saint of animals. We've got the, you know, the patron saint. Um, So of lost things. So it sounds like 
you know, and then you pray to that one that you need more, you know, that you need a little help from, or you're grateful to, or whatever that that's, again, it's not any, it's not a 50, 50, it's not a translation that's 50, 50, but it's just, um, that's how my Catholic brain can compare it to that. Yeah. But I think this is the part of this I find so interesting. Like it's not, I understand that point, but it's like Buddhist coming from a separate religious tradition. Mm -hmm. Then uh, taking, um, mm, I don't know the word, uh, uh, participation in worship of a different religion's gods. Yeah. And, and kind of without hesitation. That's a good point. To, um, because it says it's within the Mahayana Buddhist tradition to worship any deity for their worldly betterment. So it's just kind of like an interfaith thing that I think is really cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, going back up now. So who is Lakshmi and Vishni? And this is the part where it gets a little complicated. I'm going to do my very, very best. Um, Okay. The religious significance of Diwali varies regionally within India. The festival is associated with the diversity of deities' traditions and symbolism. These variations may reflect diverse local autumn harvest festivals that fuse into one pan-Hindu festival with a shared spiritual significance and ritual grammar uh, while retaining local traditions. And that explains just the vastness of this thing. So... One tradition links the festival uh, to legends in the Hindu epic Ramayana, where Diwali is the day Rama, Sita, Lakshman, and Hanuman reached Ayodhya after a period of 14 years in exile, after Rama's army of good defeated demon king Ravana's army of evil. Ooh. You meant it's pronounced Trump. <laughs> yeah. Trump's army of evil. Right? That's what you meant. <laughs> That's what I, there's, a, there's a joke in the office episode where it's somebody, somebody's explaining that to Dwight. And Dwight goes, oh, come on now. This isn't Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I was like, That's so insensitive. I'm not going to put it in my notes, but I do remember it. That's no, terrible. it's good. It's, it just shows how stupid and ignorant white people are. That's all. <laughs> time after time. Um as per, I'm going to fly through this one because I, as per another popular tradition in the Dwarpara Yuga period, Krishna, an avatar of Vishnu, killed the demon Narakasura, who was the evil king of Prajyotishapura near present day Assam and released 16,000 girls held captive by Nakasura. What? Diwali. Yeah. Diwali was celebrated as a significance of triumph of good over evil after Krishna's victory over Nakasura. So the day before Diwali is remembered as Narak Chaturdasi, the day on which Nakasura was killed by Krishna. So like regionally, there's all these different stories. Yeah. Uh, Many Hindus associate the festival with Lakshmi, um, who is the goddess of wealth and prosperity and wife of Vishnu, according to Pinchman. Don't know who that is. The start, well... The start of the five-day Diwali festival is stated in some popular contemporary sources as the day Goddess Lakshmi was born, uh, the churning of the cosmic ocean of milk by Devas and Asuras, which is gods and demons, 
a mm -hmm. Vedic legend that is also found in several Puranas, such as Padma Purana, while the light of Diwali is when Lakshmi chose to wed Vishnu. See, the, I, mm. it feels like Greek mythology a little bit, too. I mean, just the stories are very good and epic, you know, the epic stories about, you know, conquering the monster and, you know, whatever, all of that. And God marriages and God alignments and fighting demons. and Yeah, very that. Along with Lakshmi, who is representative of Vahishnavism, Ganesha, and the elephant-headed son of Parvati. Whoa! Parvati on Survivor. It's the same spelling. And... <laughs> <laughs> and Shiva and Shaviism tradition is remembered as the one who symbolizes ethical beginnings and the remover of obstacles. Love that. Um, I did watch uh, a theologian, uh, a Hindu expert talking about it. Um, and I didn't write notes from it, but I did it again. Dang it. It's still recording, right? Yeah, yeah, I see you. Okay. Um, and he was talking about how uh, in, in one of the regions, the Hindu people shorten, shorten language. So, like, they'll take the last syllable off of a word. And he was talking about how uh, in the beginning, this was a celebration of health and, and like, uh, people taking care of themselves like in ancient times. And then when this other language came around that when they dropped that, that last syllable off, it became wealth. And there's pieces of, so like Lakshmi is the God of prosperity, fertility, economic well-being, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and he was kind of talking about how the story just by one group changing language only slightly yeah it kind of changes regionally the whole point but meaning yeah yeah so it's just a really big broad holiday and i kind of feel i guess guilty is the right word because whenever we covered yom kippur it was a little bit i think my familiarity with the context and the straightforwardness of it kind of made it easy to just like talk about banter, make jokes. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, my infamiliarity with it and the trying to figure out what's what in language makes it a little bit more difficult. But the skinny on Diwali, it climaxes on the darkest night in the lunar month. Oh, The Hindus, the Jains, the Sikhs illuminate their houses, temples and workspaces with Diaz candles and lanterns and if um, one thing comes up go look at this stuff like the images are just breathtaking idea is kind of like a candle but like it's like a little tiny clay pot and they put this oil in it and then there's like a little wick that leads up to the very edge of the pot and they light that part of it and it just kind of it's not like any candle you've ever seen. It's very, very cool. Well, and again, the poetry behind that, the symbolism behind that, you said it's it's celebrating light over darkness, good over evil. So the darkest night mm -hmm. and everybody brings out their, what you'd think, you know, comparatively, a giant night sky, dark, dark, and you're one little candle, but everybody's got the candle. Everybody's got. Oh, and it's, it's rows of, like each household. Gorgeous. So there's something in the name that means, it literally means rows of candles. Love Diwali. that. 
Love it. It's so poetic. It's so beautiful. Like, I have goosebumps. It's so symbolic. Look at us lighting up the night. Like, oh. Yeah, on the darkest of nights, we just... (laughs) And there was even a statistic about how, like, I shouldn't laugh about that, but, like, how the air pollution (laughs) during Diwali goes so through the roof because of fireworks. They, like, crazy light up the sky. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I... I have a weird thing for fireworks. I stand fireworks. So I would, we, we going to go to uh, India to do some Diwali one day. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Sponsors. <laughs> we will cover it. We'll do a feature piece. We know we're worth it. You just need to know. <laughs> I just need a plane ticket and a little bit of booze money. That's at. Yes, please. Um, Food is a major focus, with families partaking in feasts, mm-hmm. and many towns organize community parades and fairs um, with music and dance performances and parks and stuff like that. So it does have various, it's like, obviously, you're like Macy's Day Parade and blah, 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 blah. There are very uh, obvious similarities. Yeah. Um, this is pretty quick. On the day by day. So the first day is known as Don Terrace, and it's dedicated to cleaning homes and purchasing small items of gold. Lakshmi is the focus of worship on this day. So it's kind of like also the new year. And so cleaning the house is like setting yourself up for prosperity in the coming year. Yeah. The second date is called Naraka Chaturdashi, and it commemorates Krishna's destruction of Narakasura. And prayers are offered for the souls of ancestors. On the third day, this is the climax, Lakshmi Puja. Families seek blessings from Lakshmi to ensure their prosperity. Here's that weird, that theologian was talking about how it wasn't about this thing, but now it is kind of Yeah, it's evolved, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, They light the diyas, which are the cool candles. They do fireworks, visit temples. This is the main day of the Diwali festival. The fourth day is known as Govardhan Puja. And it commemorates Krishna's defeat of Idra, Indra, the king of the gods, and is also the first day of Kartika and the start of the new year in the Hindu calendar. Merchants perform religious ceremonies and open new account books. It's like if you open now, you'll have good luck oh, for this year. I could see so many banks exploiting that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and this is what you're so spot on. There is a weird, like, excuse me, it's not weird. We do the same thing. Uh, it's also weird here, though. So it is weird. Um, like, uh, consumption is a very big part of it. Like, it's like, if you look up Diwali, one of the stock first stock photos you see come up is like an Indian family holding shopping bags. And it's like, a, it's built into the holiday. Yeah. Um, the fifth day, this is the land. No, wait. Yes, this is the last day. Mm-hmm. called Bahaduj, Bahatika, Bahabij, celebrates the bond between brothers and sisters, which sounds lovely. And then they say, on that day, sisters pray for the success and well-being of their brothers. Huh? That seems a little one-sided. Yeah. Well, if everybody's <laughs> doing it, like, I'm praying for yours, you pray for mine. I'd be like, can you just do that anyway, please? Like, does it have to be just today? <laughs> Please root for me. Well, listen. Right. Sisters pray for the successes and well-being of their brothers, but where are the prayers for the sisters? Oh, I didn't catch that. It's, yeah. It's called Brother's Day. And. What? Yeah. And the sisters pray for the success and well-being of their brothers. And I'm like, uh. And do the brothers just 
hang out and eat the food that right. the women made or when? right is this like a circle jerk situation mm, or that's an old tradition obs when women women couldn't work obviously that hasn't translated into the workforce and whatever obviously but obviously don't mean to be critical but i don't like it when girls don't get prayers too <laughs> it doesn't seem that yeah it doesn't seem uh that doesn't make sense a ton of sense to me um i pray that my brother will have the wherewithal and prosperity and brilliance to pray for me amen <laughs> i mean i'm so offensive but <laughs> i wish for unlimited wishes yes yes yeah i wish for unlimited wishes yeah, yeah. also don't end in amen you stupid christian woman but anyway <laughs> So this is pretty much a wrap. I do have um, one more note here, but it's not as uh, long as I remembered it to be. I kind of got snuck up on myself here. Um, But um, to put a big bow tie on all of it, the common greeting for somebody who is practicing uh, Hindu or uh, celebrating Diwali is uh, S-H-U-B-H, Shubha Diwali. So D E P A W A L I. Okay. Uh, that's Diwali was shortened. It was it was Deepavali, and it was shortened to Diwali. Okay. Um, and that that's the thing that means I think like a rose of lights. Um, in English, you would say have an auspicious Diwali. Oh, wow! So now we we can say it instead of we can say it the right way. Right. You said that in the Yom Kippur um, episode, too. You said something about that, like how, you know, non-Jewish faith people can say and wish them a good Yom Kippur because you don't want to say happy Yom Kippur or whatever, because it's not it's not appropriate. It's similar. You know, you'd say like have a I can't remember what you said, but you said something like, you know, it was similar to this. It was like have a, you know, have a prosperous or what. I don't know. I forget. But it's that same idea. Um, and I like that. I really like that a lot. Teach me how to say it appropriately. Because if I want to wish them well, then I want to wish them well in the way that they would resonate with it. Not yes. my fucking way. Merry Christmas. Right. <laughs> Merry, yeah. Merry Diwali. Like, good for you. Right. Is Santa There's coming? a war. <laughs> There's a war on Christmas. They don't want us to say Christmas. So I'm saying it even to Diwalians. <laughs> That's not a thing. But even to people celebrating Diwali. Diwalians? Sounds Diwalians. like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So ultimately... Good over evil, knowledge over ignorance, light over darkness. What say you, Caitlin? Beautiful, beautiful. And there's some really good, good habits out of this. It sounds like, you know, taking a minute to to celebrate the things that are good and celebrate the wins. Um, I think today of all days, uh, we're definitely thinking about that in our own context. Uh, But I think it's a really, really important um, tradition. And I'm so glad that you taught me a little bit about it because, um, I had no, I really had no idea. I don't, there's, we don't have like a very, very large, I could be completely wrong, but I don't think we have a very large, uh, Indian population in the United States, let alone a Hindu, uh, faith here. I don't think I I would love to learn the statistics, but like, I just know growing up and things, I just didn't have a lot of, uh, Indian people from India, um, in, 
my classes or anything. So I don't know a lot. I don't know a lot about anything. Um, we talked about that again on the Yom Kippur episode. We didn't have a lot of Jewish people in our schools or our community when I grew up. So by the time I went to college, I, I told you this already, but I met one girl that was Jewish and she was probably my first friend that was of the Jewish faith. And so I, I, I was so obnoxious. Of course I was. I was like, I have so many questions. She's like, then Google it. I don't know why I'm your token. Like, why, why are you asking me all the questions? I'm like, I'm fascinated. Tell me everything. And she's like, stop it. Anyway, but it's the same yeah. thing. So I'm really interested and I want to know more. And I see some similarities as a hist- as a history person, my eyes on history. Um, as you know, I always like to look at it that way. And I think about the evolution of storytelling and I think about some of the similarities that are overlapping on, on the Christmas traditions and some of the um, similarities with Greek mythology that are coming in. Um, obviously, they have their own ancient beliefs that have been rooted to the ground. This isn't just taken from other places, but it's really interesting to me to see how today people interpret those things and how they celebrate and how they transpose that into their everyday life. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, spot on. And, and, uh, I, I'll cut all this out where I'm trying to get my words together, but there's some, the, the similarity is, is not surprising, but it's just kind of, what I've learned so far is like on par with the good of folk doing good things. We kind of all are doing the same thing um, just under different names and titles. I will say if you do nothing else, if the next five minutes after the show, even on your phone, your tablet, your whatever computer, look up photos because it is just absolutely shocking. Just how gorgeous, like, you know, they're famous for their, um, you know, the silks and the bright colors mm-hmm. and the, Ugh, all of that. Those but they jewel do with, tones, like, man. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And they do it with gold and sand and a colored powder and they, the drawings of the lotus flowers that they do like on the ground, like chalk, but like with a handful of sand that they just control. And it's and it all means welcome, welcome, you're welcome. You're like how beautiful. It is beautiful. A thing. So definitely just scroll through some pics because you won't regret it. I think that's pretty much a wrap. Yeah, that's great. And again, so beautiful that this we got this news about good over evil in our in yes. our not so humble opinions. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right before we were about to talk about this, um, yeah. it, it it gives us some food for thought and thinking about the you know again how everything aligns for a reason and whatever. I just really like it, and it was a really special moment to to share this with you online because we. We just got the news and we're going to have this forever recorded looking back yeah. and saying like, oh, wow, so cool. this is, you know, our reactions were here. And, you know, sorry, everybody, that it was like so heavily on the, you know, on the election. But it's our show and we have the loud stick and we can do whatever we want. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. But no, that's amazing. So I'm going to I'm going to just have my own little personal thing. I think I told you this before, but as you know. I have a daughter. Um, I really like the idea of trying to bring some of these other cultural um, holidays and events into her life. Now, listen, I was not raised in any of these faiths. I wasn't raised. I don't know what I'm doing, but I can look it up and I can at least do a little bit of something in the yeah. with the purpose. And even if I don't do it exactly right, I mean, I, I certainly will give it the reverence it deserves. I'm not going to I'm not going to whitewash it, but 
even if I didn't do it exactly right, if I can instill in her these feelings that, you know, this is light over darkness. This is why we do this. Let's light it. I mean, truly, it could be as simple as let's light a candle tonight because tonight is the third day of Diwali. And, the end of, you know, even if it's just that, isn't that beautiful? And we can maybe raise her to have some compassion and some familiarity. So by the time yes. she's a grown up, we can say she can say, oh, I know what that is. Kind of, you know, I we did yeah. something like that. You know, we acknowledge that in our house. I like yes. that idea. So maybe we'll do I, that this week and just, a, you know, statement of gratitude to the universe. I love that. Yes, absolutely. That I think that is profoundly cool. Saturday the 14th. I believe that's the climax. It might be the beginning, but I believe that's main Diwali. And uh, yeah, I want to I want to take a piece of that for me, too. I think that that's mm-hmm. such a cool like just exposure to uh, other religions, but also just compassion and empathy. Start them young. And uh, you yeah. know what? Even if you're not young, even if you're a ripe 27 and it looks every bit of it, Ugh, it's not too late for up. you to just <laughs> put that candle out there and say uh, we are one together. So uh, if you're ripe, I'm rotten on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I meant overripe. I <laughs> if you're overripe, then I'm in the dumpster. I've already been thrown away. <laughs> no, ma'am. No. <laughs> No, I rebuke it. Joe Biden is president. We don't talk like that anymore. That's right. All the negativity <laughs> needs to go. It's a good day. Okay. That's well, right, baby. Thank you, Kendall. Listen, everybody. Follow us. Rate us. Um, send us your messages. You've been doing a great job. Please continue. And um, we want to hear from you. Um, we don't want to ever this is like a little disclaimer. We don't ever want to seem like we're appropriating anything or, um, you know, and if we mispronounce things or whatever, it's all in the, in the safe space of learning. We're trying to learn. Um, so just bear with us because we are trying to be better white people. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we want to understand the world around us that a lot of places don't give us the chance to do. So, rant over follow us on social um and tune in next week i don't know (laughs) keep coming back i don't know yeah rate us please preferably kindly but you do you (laughs) vote for vote for us on uh, the five star (laughs) the five star ticket please (laughs) yes excellent thank you for that and we will see you guys next week okay Bye. Bye.